you are listening to the Up and Running Morning Show. I am Rick, your host. It's always a delightful pleasure to be here with you. And joining me this morning after a tune by Peter Wolf called Tragedy is our dear friend Caroline Phipps. Good morning. Good morning, Rick. How are you? I'm getting by okay and uh, enjoying my time and so happy to see you. I'm happy to see you too. Well, thanks. So last time you were here, you got a bunch of um, emails and people enjoying the segment. Why don't you refresh the listeners what we talked about? It's interesting. Uh, last time we were we were together, Rick, we talked about the elegant aspiration of gratitude. And it seems to have really resonated with people. Uh, we were here together um, at the beginning of spring. And I think we had a great deal to feel grateful for. And I was contacted by, you know, a, a number of listeners who all wanted, I think, to be part of the let's make life a little bit more elegant movement inside and out. And now making one's life a little more elegant. Well, it takes a bit of work, Caroline. Boy, it really does. And... I'm hoping that these elegant aspirations that we're talking about and aspirations are things that we aspire to. We aspire to do better. And I think about aspirations as being like tools in the garden shed where our life is a beautiful garden that we're tending and we're making what is already natural more beautiful by our creativity and our work. And these elegant aspirations are like tools in the garden shed. So I thought that we tend our, our, garden, of, our garden of life with. Perfect for Earth Day, right? Mm -hmm. And I thought today let's talk about the exquisiteness of forgiveness. Mm. And forgiveness is like a really great tool that you have in the shed, like your favorite spade or your really great hedge clipper it's it's extremely important for for tending your garden it's extremely important for tending your garden but is it really people's favorites well it's a complicated thing forgiveness because it has the flip side revenge mm. you know vengeful behavior which usually for most of us doesn't actually flip into doing something vengeful we tend to uh, just keep on bearing a grudge. So we go around with this idea of, I'm never going to forgive you for this. And we wrap it like a cloak around ourselves. And I think we imagine it gives us some kind of protection from further hurt. Well, I guess when people do get hurt, it's kind of you get that feeling of, how could you do this to me? Why... Am I feeling like this? And you, you come up with ways in your mind of how to deal with it and how to react to how you're feeling. Forgiveness would be the greatest tool that you can use, but doesn't always seem to rise to the top. Well, it's hard to do. It's like spiritual rocket fuel. Hmm. And the ego mind that we have, I think, says it sort of whispers to you. 
if you forgive them, then you're condoning their bad behavior. You're sort of going along somehow with what they're, they're doing. But in fact, when you bear that grudge, or, or you even flip it into action, into vengeful action, every thought we have and every action that we take gets downloaded into every cell in our body. Mm. So ultimately, the only person who really gets hurt with bearing a grudge is ourselves. Mm -hmm. So in practicing forgiveness, you're able to, well, accept the pain and then say, I forgive you for causing me this pain so I don't have to carry this burden anymore. I can release it and feel better about myself. And just knowing that, well, for you, the person who causes the pain or the suffering to somebody else can be forgiven for your actions and you'll feel better and not have to carry that burden. I think one of the ways, too, that we carry the burden, and I don't know how this sort of manifests maybe with your experience of life, but... If I'm in a position where I'm contemplating these things, I tend to keep going back to the past mm. and going over and over and over the thing that's hurtful and painful. And then I'm not in present time and looking at my life now and what's possible now. It keeps dragging me into the past, which can take up an awful lot of room in your brain's hard drive, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's wasteful. Do you have any suggestions for folks of how to do that? I think that one of the best things to do and how to begin this process is to take a look at our own part in the hurt story because the other piece of this puzzle is that often we're not very good at forgiving ourselves mm. either. And so maybe that's a very good place to start. We can't control somebody else's actions. What we can do is take a very good look at our own. And I think if we can go to that place of, well, what was my part in this? What part did I play in it and and start there with forgiveness of self you know we're all human we all have these emotions that flood through us we all can react spontaneously and then think later oh what was I thinking and then sometimes we look back on events where we've got very upset and angry and we've been vengeful and we've we've been bearing a grudge and when it's all over and you're not so, your ego and your emotions aren't so involved in it, you look back and you think, how could I behave like such a, you know, such a horrible person? But then again, when you just said, instead of looking back on how you behaved and you're looking forward, do you forgive yourself for that behavior or do you just go like, huh, well, that's over. Now I'm in the present again. I think what you need to do is is go over it, work out why you behaved as you did. And usually when we get into situations where we're angry and vengeful and not forgiving other people and trying to work out our part in it, it usually comes from our own our own fears and insecurities. You know, that 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 
ego voice that that tends to fuel all of those worries and insecurities that we have. And I think if we can somehow manage to put some space between us and those ego thoughts, we can start to observe ourselves a little bit from a distance and think, oh, look at me when I was that. This is how I was behaving. Let me work out now how when I'm going forward and in present time, not to get embroiled in that way again. So it's using mindfulness in your daily activities to a greater extent that you can benefit from as opposed to, well, those thoughts that can deteriorate your mindfulness. Yes, they feed on themselves, don't mm. they? That saboteurial voice is, well, you know, you really don't want to be forgiving that person because then you just look weak and pathetic. And I feel this strongly about the way I feel that I have to express that. Yes, and I am extremely important. <laughs> Which we all know that you are, Caroline. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, just to finish off about the forgiveness master craftsman, let's say Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Nelson Mandela, Desmond Tutu. These are people whose legacy lasts... And they are in a position where people came together, spoke truth about everybody's behavior, and were able to reconcile situations. It was an including thing. And being peaceful, mindful, and, well, caring about your legacy as far as your impact on other people. Yes, and we want to try and be elegant, don't we? And that would be elegant in its uh, finest definition, then. Yes, it certainly would. So these elegant aspirations are tools in our, in our garden shed on Earth Day that mm. we can use to tend those beautiful gardens of our lives. We don't want things sort of running ragged and looking a mess. Um, it's much nicer to try to be as in balance as possible. It, it's so much better for our own well-being, mind, body, and spirit. And that is absolutely correct. Caroline Phipps is our guest this morning. Caroline at carolinephipps.com. Caroline, you encourage folks to send you emails to talk about forgiveness. And what do you have to say to the folks? Um, I would love to hear from everybody at carolinephipps.com. We're putting the elegant in, in living with inner elegance movement in action. So it would be wonderful to hear from people and to connect. And I also now have an elegance Twitter feed, and I would love for people to uh, follow me on Twitter and for me to follow them. And the Twitter um, handle is at Caroline underscore Phipps. And my Twitter is Rick Mr. Roper. So you can follow both of us and get information like Caroline being on the show this morning, etc. And find out when she's going to be on next. And you can keep in touch with Caroline, ask her questions, send your email stories about forgiveness to Caroline at carolinephipps.com. Check out her Twitter feed, which is Caroline underscore Phipps. 
Is that two-piece? It is. Just making sure people know. Caroline, thank you so much for being here this morning. As always, we look forward to your next appearance, and thanks, and I am grateful that you were here this morning. And I'm grateful to be here, Rick, and happy Earth Day. Same to you, and may every day be Earth Day. We're going to hear a great one from David Gray, just all in the topic, coming up next.